Hey, Scott Rockfile back with another podcast for you. Going to talk about the series Penny Dreadful. Okay, and I know I'm late to this party. It came out in 2014 originally, lasted three seasons, aired till 2016, and they've made kind of a sequel series called Penny Dreadful City of Angels that came out in 2020, and everybody seemed to hate that one and don't know why it was named Penny Dreadful, so I didn't watch that. But um, this is something I've always wanted to watch, and on uh, HamiltonBook.com, where I, I buy some cheap Blu-rays and 4Ks, um, they had all three seasons for about five ninety-eight a season. So I was like, well, that's you know, eight or nine episodes, that's pennies for, for entertainment i ordered all three seasons giving it a shot right and after i watched the first season i posted that i was watching and all my friends came out of the woodwork you're just finally watching that it's one of our favorites blah, blah 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 well when it was on i did hear about it but i wasn't watching much tv 10 years ago when this came out um anyway if you don't know anything about penny dreadful first of all it was done by john logan who wrote the script for things like gladiator he's a very popular guy in um hollywood so he created this as an idea to do some historical fantasy, some dark fantasy, some gothic horror stuff. The show is based on public domain characters from Victorian gothic fiction. Dorian Gray, Mina Harker, Abraham Van Helsing, Renfield, Count Dracula, Victor Frankenstein, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, Jekyll and Hyde even. Uh, <laughs> Justine from the Marquis de Sade also appears. I mean, you know, but again, these aren't based on the stories. These are the characters, like if they all bumped into each other in London, had an adventure kind of thing. And the shocks and the twists and turns. At first, I was like, well, this is kind of your typical streaming show where they're going to just throw you a giant shock to keep you watching. There's a pretty major shock at like the second episode. There, there's a major character that just instantly gets, you know, like that. And then another character replaces it. There's, it makes sense, but... It threw me. You know, I had no idea. Anyway, I won't get into spoilers because if you've never watched this show, you should. Um, it's gothic horror for adults. Incredibly well done. Well, wit, well written, uh, well acted. The cinematography is great. The special effects are fantastic. Um, I don't know. It's become one of my favorite shows. Would I rewatch it? Yeah, at some point because the acting is just so on par. They got triple A. Reeve Carney, who I didn't know before this, he plays Dorian Gray. He's fabulous. Uh, Timothy Dalton, Eva Green, Rory Kinnear. I've already said after watching Men recently that the guy is just amazing. Uh, Billy Piper, Josh Harnett, uh, Wes Studi is added in the third season, who I absolutely love. Um, it was really good. Like, everybody acts in it very well. The writing is great, top-notch. This is one of the better series as far as just production values, um, creating its own world and doing its own thing with that world. You're familiar with some of these characters, but they don't act exactly like you you remember or the, the things don't play out exactly like the original books, which is awesome. I mean, Marvel's kind of doing a what-if kind of thing. This is kind of a what-if with these gothic characters. What if Dracula did this? What if Frankenstein did this? What if they actually met? What if they actually had this adventure? And I think that's that's a fertile ground. Now, John Logan has said after the, it ended after season three, and season three does end with the end at the end. Um, he says that was it. That was all the story they had to tell. I would say no. I think there's a, at least three dangling threads that would have been season four. Do we have to get those dangling threads wrapped up? No. I mean, this is kind of not totally open-ended. It did kind of have an ending, but... 
there are three major characters I would like to know what happened to them after the show and why they didn't tap into that for the 2020 show. Instead, they did something completely different. Well, that's just Hollywood making a huge mistake, as they usually do with some of their intellectual properties. I thought Penny Dreadful was fabulous. I would highly recommend buying it. If it made it to HamiltonBook.com and was $5 a season, it's probably going out of print at some point. It was a Showtime show. On, it's on Paramount+. Plus, um, so you can stream it that way. But if you want to own it, I would probably pick it up quickly because I don't think it's going to stick around. Um, the Blu-rays were great. There's some extras on there that are fabulous. You don't get that on the streaming show. Um, eight episodes for the first season, nine episodes for you. There's 27 episodes total, I think it said. Um I thought it was very well done. Um, I tried not to binge it, like watch one episode, digest it, come back a day or two, watch the next episode. So it took me a couple months to watch the 27 episodes, but that was the way to do it. The final three episodes I pretty much watched in one day just because it, things were ramping up so big and I wanted to see what was going to happen. I think I saved the final episode to the last day, but anyway. Um, all in all, it's one of the best series that's been on recently. Um, as I talked in a recent podcast, I'm not the biggest fan of streaming shows because they all seem to get to that almost great mark, but don't cross that line. Where some movies get to that line and cross it, a lot of TV shows just never get that chance. They don't have the budget. They don't have the writing. They don't have the talent, whatever. Or maybe somebody gets involved and says, we can't do that. We're going to do this. But a lot of streaming shows and movies these days just I end unsatisfied or satisfied enough that, okay, it wasn't a waste of time to watch, but I don't remember it the next day. And I want entertainment that hits me, you know, makes me laugh, makes me cry, makes me scared, you know, blows my mind. And Penny Dreadful was a few of those things. A Penny Dreadful was an old story that was kind of sensationalistic and horror. Um, people would read the Penny Dreadfuls like we watch Shudder these days. Um, so his idea, John Logan, to make this series was to make a modern version of a Penny Dreadful, a series that dwelt in dark and, and, and dreary stuff, but was artistic and interesting and creative. And it very much is. If you like old horror movies, you're going to dig it. If you like really good acting and Victorian stuff, you're going to dig it. All in all, I thought it was great. We got a bunch of male and female nudity and you got a bunch of gore. So if you're not into R-rated adult content, this series has lots of it. I don't mind. <laughs> I didn't think it was bad at all, but know that going in. I would love to talk more about the characters, but I think it does a disservice to the show. Um, because this is not a super long show, it wasn't 27 episodes per season. It was three seasons in grand total. They've got 20-something episodes. Um, you should just watch it and enjoy it. Steep yourself into it. Um how it deals with some of the things are pretty adult. I, I actually like the mythology. I wish there was more to the show, but they could have screwed it up as they did with the City of Angels spinoff. So maybe it's good they didn't do more than this. But I would like to know what happened to two or three of those characters that their stories did get wrapped up at the end. All in all, I would put Penny Dreadful at the top of your list on streaming shows. I think it stands up to anything streaming today. And the first episode's over 10 years old now. I really enjoyed it. It's going to sit on my shelf when it's time to somebody hasn't seen it and going to rewatch it at some point. I just think it's got really high production values, really great acting all around, a lot of surprises, a lot of interesting stuff, a little bit of sensationalism that, that you have to have in streaming shows these days to keep people watching. But all in all, I thought it was a, a great watch from beginning to end. So thank you, John Logan, for Penny Dreadful. I'm sorry that's all there was. I wish there was more, but at least we have what we have. So pick it up or stream it, and I think you'll enjoy it. I'm Scott. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for checking out this podcast. More on the way. Have a spectacular day.